You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 4, Episode 16 as the New York Rangers officially enter cleansing week. And I am super excited to see what kind of team we really have. And I am recording this podcast. It is Wednesday night. It is 6.35 p.m. It is three and a half hours before puck drop against the Las Vegas Golden Knights and the New York Rangers are going to start their four-game test to see what they are truly made of. Now, some Ranger fans have confidence that they can turn it around. Some Ranger fans have zero confidence, and we are not the same team as we were last year. Our bottom six, our gutless, our forwards, that are supposed to be our all-stars are not performing and our coach has lost the locker room. There's a ton of narratives going on out there. And if you know me, there's nobody, nobody out there in New York Rangers that will say that the sky has fallen quicker than me. And I have to say, I'm so far ahead of you in terms of emotions that you have... You have to catch up to me. The sky was falling last month. I knew this was coming. I hit Brock bottom, and now I'm going to enjoy cleansing week. And, oh, by the way, Andy, <clears throat> he's sick as a dog. I was working last podcast. I could not make it. Uh, we try to get you this podcast in real time, so you wake up and you're getting an up-to-date uh, podcast, and we're not recording it two days prior with a game already going on. Unfortunately, tonight, I am not going to be recording a podcast at 1 a.m. having to get up a few hours later to go to work. Uh, uh, but it's actually pretty important that I record this before the Golden Knights game. Because I don't want to say I told you so. But this gives me the opportunity right now to say I told you so. Now, the New York Rangers are on the road against the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas Golden Knights don't have Eichel tonight. They just came off a big, emotional 
win against the Boston Bruins. I believe that game was on the road. Hold on one second. Let me check as I uh, already start bad podcasting here. Um, the Vegas Golden Knights won their game against the Boston Bruins. Um, of course, it's the, uh, oh, okay, that was, yes, <clears throat> that was on the road. So they flew back probably after the game, maybe had a skate, an optional skate today or, or yesterday, which is their day off. And then, you know, maybe a, another skate this morning before the, the New York Rangers uh, come into town. How do I feel about this game? I'm, I'm, I already know what's going to happen. They're going to get their doors blown off because that building it is an emotional building. Vegas is going to be pumped. The New York Rangers in town, uh, you know, they just came off a huge win. They are, you know, and rightfully so, they feel like they're king of the league right now. And they should feel real good about themselves because the Vegas Golden Knights are a hell of a hockey team. And they just beat the best team in the East without their best player, arguably their best player. And, you know, I, I, I think Vegas is one of those teams that uh, when they first got created, the way that the teams were drafted, I think they truly benefited from it. And they were able to contend with Gallant right off the bat. You know, then, you know, they obviously hit a patch where they went into Capel, but now I feel like with the addition of Eichel and, and, and kind of their, you know, their key pieces that they kind of brought in, like veteran guys like, a, you know, a Phil Kessel and, you know, they kind of got rid of some, you know, not dead weight, but weight that they needed to get rid of in order to bring in big assets like Eichel and Nate Schmidt. And, you know, so here we are. And I, I tell you, this is a test. And I just don't see a reality or a universe out there where the New York Rangers win this hockey game. Now, I hope I'm wrong, but, and this is not going to be all negative. I told you, this is cleansing week for me. If you're a New York Rangers fan, don't stress out over this week. This is, this is a necessary evil that we have to go through, but I think we're going to come out better on the other side. And, you know, when I say cleansing week, I, you know, obviously I'm talking about, you know, the Vegas Golden Knights, Colorado Avalanche on, was that Friday? And New Jersey Devils on Monday, and then the Toronto Maple Leafs on Thursday. Four games of hell. Now, I know you say last podcast I, I spoke about cleansing week, I concluded the St. Louis Blues, but they might be the, the New York Rangers of the West. That team should not be bad. They are just a dumpster fire. They have zero goaltending. Bennington is a psycho, and you know, they, they need to figure something out because. That team should not be playing this bad. And, you know, we're going to kind of get into the St. Louis Blues because <clears throat> the reason I'm so negative and, and not high on the Rangers and say, well, hey, they pulled out a gutsy win against. No, they did not. That was not a gutsy win at all. That was as gutless as it could be. And I think this is good, though. I think, I think it's good that the New York Rangers are getting this out of the way right now because. Number one, obviously, Gallant is going to go. He's going to go before the end of the year, uh, the, the new year, not the year of the season. Um, and Andy brought up an excellent point last podcast when he ripped his solo. And I, I absolutely agree with him that 
because this week is going to be just a gut check for the New York Rangers, we're going to enter the part of the season. And I don't know if it's Trotz that's going to be here or, you know, I, I just don't know where they're going to go with coaching. Obviously, um, you know, listen, I, I'm not trying to make predictions on the coaching here, but all I'll say is that Chris Jury, I don't think is going to get fired. But I think Chris Jury is going to tell whoever comes in to coach this team that the New York Rangers are not are not going to just sit here and waste away our younger talent. And I think that message has already been sent to Gallant because if you look at our lineup, um, um, hold on, for tonight against the Golden Knights, and I, I want to thank actually uh, Phil for sending me this nice little lineup here via text. So right now the lineup looks like Lafreniere, Zibanejad, Kako, Panarin, Hedl, Gaudreau, Kreider, Trocek, VC, Blay, Brzezinski, and the GOAT. Kravtsov, Carpenter, and Harper are scratches. Uh, Igor looked like he was in net. So they're definitely going for it. They need two wins in a row here. They need to get some momentum going. Um, I, I, I like, I like this lineup. I don't love this lineup. And I said this once before, but I don't know why the New York Rangers are so hesitant to put Chris Kreider on the right-hand side. We are obviously weak on the right side. Um, I think we have more options on the left, obviously, but I think we could stack our two lines pretty well. And, and, and if, if Kreider is going to get bumped to the third line, which I have no problem with, I think that that line's actually pretty decent. With Kreider, Trocheck, and VC, I think they can do good things. VC works his butt off. Trocheck has just been a playmaker and uh, a gamer since he's gotten here. And you know, Kreider, it, it, you'll never know what you're going to get out of him. He's not going to reap the benefits of Zabenjad carrying his ass, but you never know. You know, with Trocheck, you know, taking the puck to the net or VC throwing shots on goal, you never know. Stuff can kick out to Kreider. He can tip it if it's a nice play to the to the point. So. Um, you know, and I, and I expect that line to get a lot of offensive zone time, uh, given that they're going against the, uh, their opponent's third line. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Um, but I do, I do like that they're going to live and die by the kids on the first line. Lafreniere and Kako are not drafted 18th and 24th overall. They were drafted number one and number two, and we need to start putting them in positions where they can fail. And they need to live and die on that first line and struggle and, you know, go through the ups and downs of what an NHL season really is. We can no longer afford to have our guys play 13 minutes and <clears throat> with zero power play time and just expect them to blossom into NHL all-stars. That's just not going to happen. I mean, if you look at the New Jersey Devils, the New Jersey Devils went through a couple of years of absolute pain and agony. But look where they are now. These guys know how to play the, the game. They know how to they know how to conduct themselves at the NHL level. They are NHL players. They buy into the system. They do all the little things of what it takes to be successful in this league. And I hate to say this, and it absolutely kills me, but we need to look at the New Jersey Devils and do the same exact thing. Except it could be too late. you we don't know yet. And I'm just so sick and tired of our first and second overall pick not doing anything stick them on the first line you this the season is going in a tailspin real quickly 
you only, you know, if you don't even want to call it, you got to win against an awful St. Louis Blues team that's in disarray that doesn't even have a goalie. I mean, if you saw Bennington that game, he looked awful, absolutely awful. I, I just, I, I could not believe they didn't pull him. But here we are. We get two points out of it, but we cannot act like we're out of this hole. This hole can only be dug out of if we put together stretches of 10 good, solid games. And I'm not talking to win 10 in a row, but I'm talking about going eight and two. I'm talking about going seven and three. But in those three losses, you got to be competitive. You got to be able to put shots on net. I mean, listen, I don't know what St. Louis's story really is, but we only put 24 shots on goal. And we're going to be able to win the game with six goals at Bennington's and net. But listen, we're not going to be facing Bennington every single game. It's going to be a lot tougher to score on these teams, especially teams like Vegas, Colorado. I mean, Colorado, half their team is hurt. So right now, you have no Eichel on Vegas. You have half the team on Colorado hurt. This is, an, this is a, a time to take advantage. And, you know, the Rangers knock on wood. We have everything that's bad happening to us right now. Except we've really been lucky with the injuries. I mean, Lindgren got hurt. Trocek was banged up. Petal is coming back from an injury. But overall, nothing long term. A game or two. That's it. We were very, very lucky. And, you know, I don't know where we'd be if a player like Fox goes down for a month or we lose Igor. Because we are going to be in big trouble if those two guys, one of those two guys go out. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Um. So, yeah, I expect, you know, listen, I expect the New York Rangers, if they have any, you know, pride, they're going to come out flying. And I hope they do. I hope we turn this thing around. I hope we, I'm wrong about cleansing week. Maybe cleansing week, maybe that feeling, that warm feeling of, of, of the cleansing is just we go on an actual tear and we rip right through these teams. I don't think we are, but maybe, maybe that's what it is. But anyway, I think the New York Rangers really need to, um, just concentrate on doing the little things correct, throwing pucks on net, working hard away from the puck, and and just try to <clears throat> overwhelm teams with your work ethic. You can do that. It, that doesn't take any skill. And, you know, I, I think for the New York Rangers, it's going to come down to two things. It's going to come down to can our leaders right the ship? And that's not just scoring your way out of problems. It's being leaders on and off the ice. Can you? Can you guide this ship to a more acceptable failure than what it is right now? That's, that's the goal, right? It shouldn't, be, it shouldn't be right now our goal is to win the East because that's, that's not, that's not what it's, what's in front of us. Our goal right now is to be looking at a wild card spot, but also just look at our schedule. Look at the one game that we have next and prepare for it, work hard, and try to get a point or two. And that's it. And just keep going. And you got to grind your way through this middle season of, of, you know, after the holidays, it gets tough. It's just January and February grind, you know, winter in New York City. It's just, you know, the buzz of the holiday season's over. And, you know, you're getting sick with the flu and you got injuries and things are nagging. And, you know, it's just, you know, it, it's just a tough time of the year. And, you know, I, I just want the Rangers to be able to gr- feel confident grinding through that and getting better and and I, real, realistically this is the time for Lafreniere and Kako to step up this is it 
This is no more you guys are going to be coddled because you're the little kids. There's not end the kid line right now. All right. Hedo's been in the NHL for what feels like 10 years. You know, Kako has taken a certain step forward, but he needs to start being clutch. All right. And he guys he's got to put the puck in the net. He's got to put the puck in with confidence. And it can't be fluky goals. Lafreniere needs to be the playmaker that he is. He needs to be confident in his passes. And if he doesn't have a pass across the ice, just dump it in. Put it in a a 50-50 area and go to work and get the puck back. That's what we need to do. And that's what we need from these younger kids. Hockey fans, light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. And if that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. You know, it's going to be a really tough, tough road for us. But, you know, I am confident because, listen, if you look at our team from last year, we have a better roster. We really do. I mean... Let's let's here. Let's go. I mean, right now, right now, our our all stars are obviously not performing, and that's Artemi Panarin, that's Mika Zibanejad, you know, Chris Kreider. Everything else is pretty much spot on. You could say Truba's not contributing as much offensively, but that's that was never really Truba's game. Truba was always the best when he was able to, you know, be physical and and I and I listen. <clears throat> I, when I say this, don't take it the wrong way, but sometimes that scumbagness that you see coming out of Truba, that could be a good thing. That could be positive. The New York Ranger fans, we feed off of that. And you can say we don't, and you might not be one of them, but if you've ever gone to the garden, I tell you what, the garden gets just as loud over a huge, big hit from Truba than it does if he scored a goal. So, um, you know, keep that in mind as, you know, Truba now wears the C and is kind of the guy that everyone's looking at to guide us through and, and right the ship a little bit. But all right, let's look at the team from last year. Um, pulling it up right now. All right. So you obviously had Panarin leading the team in points. You had Zibanejad, you know, a few points behind him. Uh, Chris Kreider right there with Zibanejad, not to be surprised. And then you had Adam Fox, okay? You had 21 goals from Strom, which we all know he wasn't, he wasn't a backbone of this team. You look at, you replace them with Trocek. Anyone with half a brain knows that we upgraded in that position, all right? So we can move on from Ryan Strom. Jacob Truba had 11 goals, 28 assists. Now, Truba right now is not on pace for that. But like I said, we're not here to rely on Jacob Truba to score goals and rack up assists. He has zero goals with seven assists. Not great, but we also, you know, we're not expecting him to do much. So that's a wash. 
And then you had Barclay Goudreau, or I'm sorry. Yeah, you had Barclay Goudreau, you know, that had 13 goals. Lafreniere had 19 goals. You know, th- those guys kind of have to step up. You know, Lafreniere, we, we need 25 goals. We need, you know, 20 assists from you. You need to be right around that 50, 40, you know, you need to be a minimum 40. But, you know, I, I expect you your first overall pick. Can I get 60 points out of you one season? You know, Philip Edel, eight goals and 14 assists. Yeah, okay, that was great last year when every guy, you know, all our all-stars were pulling the weight. But now we need at least, you know, 15 goals and, and 30 assists from you. We need that. You know, Keandre Miller, you know, he got, he got one the other night. It's good. But, you know, I expected, I expected a lot more out of Keandre this year. I mean, hell, last year he looked like he could take another step and be one of the more underrated defensemen in the whole league. Right now, I'm like, I mean, I'm surprised he hasn't been benched yet with some of his play. But there's a guy that can absolutely be better, and we're going to need him to be better. I mean, shit, he, down the line last year, he was leading our team in ice time, and rightfully so. He was an excellent defenseman last year, and exactly what the doctor ordered for that second pairing. You know, and then we brought in guys like Andrew Kopp, you know, I, I know he got hurt in the playoffs, but he was another guy that contributed. All right. That's fine. You know, Dryden Hunt. Do we miss him, really? You know, Kako, seven goals, 11 assists. Now he's probably going to pass that, I, I, I'd imagine, I hope. You know, Kako's got four and four this year. So he's probably going to be a little bit better, but we need him to be a lot better. You're going to be playing first and second line minutes, my friend. Again, we need you in that 20 goal range. We need you in that 30 assist range. You know, if you're not going to put the puck in the net, I need to rack up the apples, my, my friend. And if you're not going to be the playmaker, you need to be the goal scorer. Your first and second line. You're getting judged right now on your output. No longer is your, he's a defensive genius. All right. Those days are gone. I'm sorry. You got to be developed. You have to be developed right now. I'm so sick and tired of waiting for our all-stars to, to carry the weight. It's time for our kids to actually step up, and I mean step up in a big-time way with leading this team. It's your team in a few years. Trouba will be gone before you know it. Crider will be gone before you know it. Zibanejad will be old and gone before you know it. This is the time for Fox, Kako, Lafreniere to start stepping up and leading this hockey team. Heedle, if you want to be here, you know, make New York Rangers fans fall in love with you. We can't let this guy go, you know? So, you know, Sammy Blay did basically nothing last year. He barely played, but he's the fourth liner. You know, what are we supposed to do? You know, do we really miss Jared Tenorti, Morgan Barron? (coughs) Do we need Lieber Hayek in the lineup? You know, Tyler Mott? You know, everyone loved Tyler Mott, but nine games, he didn't, put up, it's not, he didn't put up any numbers. You know what the guy did? He just worked hard. We could do that too. Our fourth line can do that. We can look for a guy that, that, that just works hard. Come on, Justin Braun? Is that what we need on our bottom pairing to be able to compete in this league? What about Greg McKegg? 43 games played, two goals, three assists. Is he the difference? Come on now. We know, what the, we know what the answer is. And the answer is our top guys need to start playing like top guys. And that's it. I don't want to hear and blame our bottom six of how we got worse. I don't want to hear that, you know, we shouldn't have traded 
um, Ryan Reeves. If we, if you need Reeves on your hockey team, you're not a very good hockey team. And I'm talking about the NHL. It's, it's, it's silly. It's we're, we're acting silly right now. We don't know what the answer is. So we're looking for like the easy targets. And right now, the easiest targets right now are Gallant, which I don't think he is a problem. And I'll talk about him in a minute. But uh, we talk about Reeves. We talk about our bottom six. We blame Gallant not, uh, Gallant not playing crafts off. That, that's not a, those are not our problems. Those are not the real pl- problems. The problems are our performances by our top guys. That's it. And then the quote-unquote kid line from last year needs to start playing like, you know, the teenage line where they're all in the 50-point range. That's what it's going to take to compete for a Stanley Cup and compete for a playoff spot. That doesn't happen. We're doomed. And I don't know what the answer is because now we're, who do we flip? No, no one's going to want any of our top guys. They're all overpaid and they do nothing. And we're not going to get anything back for these failure of draft picks. You know, and I don't want to give away our two first rounders to bring in who, you know, unless we're making a culture change where we're bringing in like Ryan O'Reilly, someone like that, who knows what it takes to, to, to bring the team from the, the dead and the St. Louis blues being in last place in the league and then winning a Stanley cup, you know, unless you bring someone like him in and you cough up a first round pick. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I just we need to look in the mirror and start, you know, every, all the Rangers need to look in the mirror and start pointing fingers at themselves and start concentrating on how to improve your game because that's what it's coming down to. Where are we right now? 23 minutes and 40. <coughs> I had a sinus infection come back, but uh, I nipped it in the bud. I'm very happy that I caught it because my voice is as annoying as it is can be even worse uh, when that thing flares up. So I'm happy. Uh, all right. Anything else? Looking at the standings right now. This is why it's so important to, you know, it's important to really to beat the teams that you can beat. You know, it's, it's, it's such a disappointment that we, you know, shit away points against the Ducks, Chicago, San Jose. You know, that's disappointing. Especially that Anaheim game. They're awful. And luckily, hey, they just beat actually Carolina in overtime. Saved, saved us a point. But anyway, you know, looking at the standings right now, uh, if I had to pick right now who's competing for a Stanley Cup, from the Metro, New Jersey and Carolina for sure. Uh, Pittsburgh, you know, they're doing exactly what they always do. 8-1-1 in their last 10. They won three in a row. Climbing up the charts just when you think they're down and out. Oh, we lost Latang. Oh, no big deal. We'll just continue to win games. Um, Boston, unbelievable. Toronto, 7-0-3 in their last 10. They're just humming along. They're legit contenders to win a Stanley Cup. Detroit, man, gutsy, gutsy team. Uh, they're right there with the big boys. 6-2-2 two two in their last 10. They've won two in a row. They're looking pretty good. Pretty damn good. Uh, uh, Islanders have cooled off a little bit. Uh, Tampa Bay, I know they've been doing pretty well in their last ten, but man, they're they're like they're struggling just like the Rangers a little bit. I mean, they're they're going to be right there in terms of points, but 
you know, just when you think they're going, they, you know, they get beat. So, uh, and, and, you know, Florida and the New York Rangers definitely got to be looking in the mirror right now and being like, how, how are you going to fix this? You know, Rangers four, four and two in their last 10 Florida, even worse at three, four and three. So we'll see. Um, out West Winnipeg, complete shock. Um, especially because I have, um, what you call in goal. Dallas the shock. What the hell's his name? How does that name split? He's only the best goalie in the National Hockey League. Oh my God. This is bad. This is bad. I'm losing it. But anyway, um, I'm pulling it up, as you can tell. Hellebuck. Oh my God. Vanacek kept on popping up in my head because he's my other goalie, which I beat Andy last week, by the way. Uh, that's probably why he's avoiding me on the podcast now. But anyway, uh, Dallas look, looks excellent. Um, I mean, they're humming along. They just got so much depth. You know, it's like Robertson's just an absolute beast. Um, they're just, they, they have a, a really solid team. Um, <clears throat> Minnesota's won four in a row, but I, I'm just not sold on Minnesota. They're just one of those teams. They've turned into like the modern day Yankees where, yeah, they're, they'll hum along great. And, but like, there's no, I have zero confidence in the playoffs. I just feel like they just fold up shot, you know, whether it's injuries or whatever. I don't know. I just, Yankees now, I don't have, they just signed Judge to, today. But I have no, no reason to think that they're going to win a World Series. They're just going to be there in the regular season and then cough the bed in the playoffs. Not a threat to win a Stanley Cup. Vegas is a unit right now. Uh, they're just on the road. They just don't lose 12-2-1. and one. And then Seattle, which is a huge surprise, but I think that this is where the culture of the NHL is going. I think it's going to be 12 guys, 6 defensemen. You don't need to be all-stars, but if you buy into a system, you all play as one. You know, You play defense. You play hard away from the puck. You have a couple guys that could score goals. I really do think that that's going to be, um, you know, kind of a blueprint for the future. And I think Seattle's kind of ahead of the game right now. Um, and I think they got some really key pieces. Uh, I think Shane Wright got his first goal the other night after being sent down. Um, so, you know, good for him. Good for Seattle. Um, yeah. And then LA. You know, L.A. is another one of those teams where you felt like they were on the same trajectory of the New York Rangers. Uh, they got some key pieces. I saw the other day that Byfield scored a hat trick in the AHL. I'm surprised that, you know, he's struggling, too, to, to develop. Um, you know, I, I really liked him. I thought he was going to be a solid pick for them uh, and be an impact immediately. And right now, I, looks of it, he's struggling, but the L.A. Kings certainly aren't. But uh yeah <clears throat> so the new york rangers i have their work cut out for them tonight against the golden knights prediction 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 listen they have no eichel they won last game against the blues i i, I have to say we to be honest i think we get beat by three or four um and i know that's really really negative but i just i don't I don't trust this team right now i really don't and Vegas is not a team where you could 
cough the puck over and give grade A chances. Listen, St. Louis might have t- struggling. To go, uh, str- they might struggle to score goals and get away with it. Well, you're talking about the the kings of the West out here. So the Vegas Golden Knights are not a team. Are not a team that you want to have. You know, 15 giveaways and give up grade A chance after grade A chance because they're going to take advantage of them, and they're going to take advantage of a lot of them. So uh, definitely. Uh, Definitely going to be a struggle tonight for sure. Um, but yeah, that's all I have for you. I'm not going to waste any more time. Uh, listen, I hope the New York Rangers win and I apologize for being so negative, but it's not, it's not because I hate this team. It's that I know we can be better. We're a better team than we were last year. We just thought that this was going to be handed to us without a doubt. Gallant, I don't think lost the locker room. I just think that this is the reality of guys not being able to work their way out of slumps and refusing to do the little things that made you successful last year. You know, you can't just keep doing the same thing over and over again. It might work one season, and then when teams prepare for you, it's not going to work the next. And New York Rangers need to change things up. Now, do I think Gallant is still going to get fired? Absolutely. Because I don't think we hit bottom. I hit bottom already because I knew this was going to come. So we have the Vegas Golden Knights, we have the Colorado Avalanche, and we have the New Jersey Devils and the Toronto Maple Leafs in our next four games. You're looking at probably the two best teams out west and two of the three best teams in the east in the next four games. Two are on the road, two are at home. This is it. This is your entire season. This is Gallant's season. This is, I truly think this is, I won't say these four games, but this next month is going to be a huge test for Lafreniere and Kako because I think we're just going to spoon feed them first line minutes and give them absolutely no excuse of why they're not having success in the National Hockey League. So let's go Rangers. Let's get a fucking win tonight. Let's beat the Golden Knights. No Eichel. No excuse. Igor has got to be big. We need all four lines churning and burning. We need to work hard, get loose pucks, you know, control the play, control the tempo. Being physical is going to be huge. And, you know, we got to take care of business against the Golden Knights. And then the next time we speak to you, we're going to have the Golden Knights game and the Colorado Avalanche game behind us. And we're going to see where we are. Because it's two losses later. We're going to be in deep, deep trouble uh, fan-wise. For me, I'm going to be on the rise because I'm already bottomed out, like I said. And uh, Andy, I hope you feel better, my friend. And uh, we will talk to you again uh, next time on Monday. Thank you for listening to the Broadway Boys podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broadway Boys Pod and please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.